for the sky, boy. And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash podcast where us trash boys and occasionally girls get together and talk everything professional wrestling. The good and the bad is what we're focusing on. From whatever company you support to what we support, we dive into everything. Whether it's modern, whether it's old school nostalgia, we dive into everything. We talk about everything on this show. Once again, everyone, welcome back. I am Trash Boy Numero Uno, Nick Anicelli, coming to you live from California, being joined as always as my co-host, Lou. How you doing? Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast. I am... Highly blessed and highly favored. Happy to be here on another episode of Wrestling is Trash with my man, Nick. We are here to talk all the wrestles. We are here to go over our Royal Rumble predictions for all you WWE fans who follow us. Um, I got something actually special for you WWE fans in the house. If you haven't noticed, your boy got some new gold today. Yes, sir. The Winged Eagle title, the prestigious winged eagle belt that i grew up on uh there's an unboxing video live on our channel if you guys want to watch more content you want to see this baby unboxed even though you're basically just seeing it now all i did was <laughs> cut fucking bubble wrap off of this bitch but uh yep number two is in the collection for all you wwe fans you want to check that stuff out click a like click share tell your friends tell your friends to tell your friends and uh thank you guys is really what we want to say for all the views and everything you guys have been looking out, man. And uh, shout out to all our new followers from the RVR feed. What's up, <laughs> RVR guys? Your Some boy of you fucked might up earlier that. today and went live on the wrong channel. I'm not trying to steal your fans, but if they come, I guarantee you they won't go back. <laughs> um, so two things. One, the tribal chief better be on notice because the trash oh, boys got the belt. So we already got, we don't need to do a mania show. We already know the mania show. And then, uh, again, lastly, I want to thank Brian from the UWO podcast again for joining us last Friday. Absolutely. Uh, that was a for great, our, for our a memorial show. show. He was a phenomenal asset to it last night. Uh, I was jumping in and out watching them live. Them boys always cracked me up. Great. Time. Definitely so go check their channel out. UWO, UWO live. podcast on YouTube for yep, sure. Check them Mondays, out. They are super entertaining. 30. Great group Absolutely. of guys there. A little biased because we're from the same area, but still, great, some great guys. Um, and Lou, you know, I kind of want to jump into some news speaking of great, you know, not great for the circumstances that we're still as a wrestling community, um, going through coming out right now, actually a week around this time to be frank. Um, but we received some news from Tony Khan that Mark Briscoe is going to be wrestling Jay Lethal tomorrow. Um, with tomorrow also being Jay's birthday and just its first appearance since the tragedy that the wrestling community and us fans have gone through. It'll be eight days out at that point. Um, I'm awesome. I'm so happy it's finally happening, but not on these circumstances. I think a lot right. of people agree with me there. Um, and it's going to be emotional, you know. Uh, I'm kind of stealing loose thunder here, but I'm crediting him because he said it off air. It's going to be a lot of sobbing tomorrow. You know, I'll, I'm the first to admit I'm an emotional person. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I know, I, manhood, all this, blah, blah. Emotional person. I watch movies, I get emotional. I watch TV, ain't, I can get emotional. Ain't nothing wrong with being in touch with your uh, sensitive side, yo. Yeah, nope, nope, it's not. So everyone listening, please remember that. But yeah, you know, and wrestling, something I've loved since I can remember anything for the most part, if you catch my drift there, is, so this is gonna be emotional for me, you know, seeing yeah. the track lost, um, but what are your thoughts, Lou? What was your initial reaction when you saw that? I don't know if you saw it from the group chat or if you opened Twitter and saw it. Well, what's funny is that I was, because I got home about that time. So, I, you know, I have my routine. I get home. I take a shower, get all that dirt and muck off me and shit. Um, and I'm trying to catch up on the news or whatever, because you can't really be on your phone at work, even though I usually am. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking on on Twitter and I see a a short, like two minute video from wrestling observer and it's titled, um, Mark Briscoe's not being allowed on by WB executives on rampage or dynamite. And it, I didn't, I didn't listen to it cause you know, Twitter, the, the, you got to click on the little thing to hear the sound. So I saw that and I was like, nah, I ain't even fucking reading that bro. I scrolled past it. And then I look at my phone, like literally, a couple minutes later, and you guys had posted that in the group chat, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I go on Twitter, and then I see Tony Khan's tweet, and man, I just, I was like, it was weird because I was like overcome with like happiness, but at the same time, like it's the circumstances of how this all came about. It's just like, fuck, man, you know, this is what it takes to get you know a Briscoe on a WTV, like. And I don't want to turn this into a bitch fest either. Like, you know, whoever this WB executive is who who has this great issue with Jay for whatever fucking reason, couldn't allow a tribute show to happen because of a tweet. Um, you know, you you fucking suck. Um and it's funny because again, this is a show where we don't kind of entertain rumors or anything, but from what I understand. Um, Tony and a lot of wrestlers went to this executive and was like, yo, this needs to happen. They basically like kind of strong armed this executive again. I, you know, I'm not Dave Meltzer. I don't know anything. I don't see anything. I just saw this on several channels and I was like, that would be an interesting thing to, if it would have happened. So did it happen really or not? I don't know, but, um, I saw it in a few places. So. I'm going to assume something similar to that happened, which I think is fucking awesome that they did that. And also I'm irritated that it, that's what it took for this person to come around and be like, okay, you know, let's do this. So it's, it's, uh, it's like a beautiful thing. And also it's like a heartbreaking thing. So like I told Nick before the show, Mark is going to come out with those two belts and he's going to come out to that reach for the sky. And I am going to be, a blubbering mess. As I told Nick before we started the show, thank God I'm not married anymore. I don't live with any, I'm here, just me watching my show. So I don't have to worry about being no tough guy. None of that shit. I'm going to be a mess tomorrow night watching this show. So. Yeah. And it's, it's Mark, all the thoughts and prayers are with him. Obviously the whole family, we're going to get into the family side too here in a second. Um, once we're ever, wherever we're done here, but you got to think like, He's traveling to the show. I don't know where they're at tomorrow, to be honest. But regardless, he's traveling to a show, whether it's car, plane, whatever it be. And 
How many times do you think he's traveled alone when it had to do with wrestling oriented? You know what I mean? And right. just, you know how it is. Like when you're sitting on a plane or just driving a car, you put in headphones, listen to music or a podcast, but you're thinking. If you're not sleeping, you're thinking. And it's just, can only imagine what he's going to be going through these next 24 hours. Because as we know, the family of Jay, I'm assuming with everything going on, I'm going to take a solid guess. They will not be traveling for the show. Um, but the family is going in the right direction. But, um, you know, he might have, um, he might have Papa Briscoe with him. Maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he's not going to, well, first of all, I'm sure Tony's going to send like a fucking, some type of jet or something to just fly him over as quickly as possible. So he could get home as quickly as possible or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And we'll probably have people there with him on the plane and shit just to have company or whatever. So hopefully he's not, you know, driving all the way over there and shit. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, I'm already thinking about how it's going to be, bro. And it's, it's like, I know that his, his, the, the family's still going through a lot of shit with the daughters. Yeah. So I wouldn't think that, you know, Jay's wife and, you know, I don't, I wouldn't think that they're going to be there for that. They might be. I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but bro, if they have, you know, if they have Mark there and he wins, and then like the wife is, it's, it's just bro. I'm just, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to go to sleep after that. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to go get yeah. ready to go to bed and go to work in the morning after some shit like that, bro? That's gonna be, I'm gonna be here fucking crying like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. Like I said, I'm very open about it. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely will be. Like, even like obviously there was no tears or anything like that, but. When we were doing the memorial show, just watching, like, you, you, I would look at him at times, and I know this comes off, like, dramatic. I'm not trying to make it, but it's, like, you just have the thought, like, damn, like, this guy's not with us, you know? Yeah, he's gone, bro. Yeah, it's like, we, terrible. we, to go back to it, that was an, a, a blast of, it was a terrible circumstance we had to have that show, but I had a blast with you and Brian, you know? But you couldn't yeah. help but watch this, you know, this entertainer, this wrestler, this dude who did so much for everyone, you're like, fuck, like, this dude's yeah, not for sure. I yeah, still guys, get like that when I watch like Eddie Guerrero. You know what I mean? I know. Yo, what I tell you, I'll tell you something right now, bro. I've said, I've said before on the show, Eddie's my all time. That's my all timer. I cannot, like, if I, this is going to sound weird as fuck, but if I ever feel like I want to have a good cry every once, every now and then, you know, grown man, you, sometimes you got to lock yourself oh, yeah. down somewhere and have a good fucking cry. Yeah. Um, okay. if I ever feel like I want to have a good fucking cry, I watch Chris Benoit winning the fucking world title in that three-way match with Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And then Eddie comes out with his belt at the end and they're celebrating with the fucking confetti. You can barely see them. It's like a snowfall of confetti and they're both crying and hugging each other. And fucking JR's voice is shot completely. And he's like, hey, JR, where was it Chris Benoit? Like, you can't even understand what JR is saying, but he's super emotional. Lawler's not saying a fucking thing. He's silent. It's just all JR. And that shit, I can't, I can't even watch that, bro. Like, it's just, that shit is, it's just tears, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How it is. It's, it's sad. It's wrestling, man. Wrestling, bro. Wrestling. You know, people think we watch this shit and it's just like, you know, hey, you guys watch wrestling, whatever. Ugh, bro, I'm 30 plus years invested into this shit i've seen people come die retire like it's 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 more than just you know some dudes throwing each other around bro there's a lot more to that shit bro it's like almost like a a family 
I would say even when it's not like obviously like your your example of like that, I could say once a year there's probably something in the wrestling world on TV that happens that's like emotional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you said, there's that. Um, being at Kofi Mania, that was oh. like that was dope. Especially like I was with my girl, I was with Rob, I was with another good uh, friend of mine. It's like with those people, and it was just like. All day you were like, fuck, is it going to happen? Like, are they going to let it happen? Yeah. Are they going to let it happen? And then it happened. And, and even then... even you, you got the CM Punk shirt on. Today I watched the first dance. When, yeah. For some reason I was on my phone and I was like, because I, I just bought these uh these headphones, these Beat headphones. This is not an ad. Uh, I just bought these because <laughs> I was trying them out. I had charged them and shit. And I tried them out. And what better way to try them out than to listen to tremendous wrestling pops? Yep. So I was like, okay, CM Punk returns. Click. And, bro, when you listen to that shit, and it's just as soon as that video starts, it's just people, CM Punk. See, the entire crowd is chanting in unison, like in rhythm. It's not like it's not like some people are chanting Punk and some people are chanting CM. No, they're all in unison. And then you hear that, it's just that fucking explosion of people. Like, dude, that that that's 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 love and fucking emotion, man. That's that's some shit that you this you can't fake that, bro. And what gets me with stuff like that too is between being the fan, popping for it and loving it, and being, I instantly, instantly think like what they're feeling. Like when I was watching the first dance, like yeah. we were like me and my girl were in the car on the way up to Vegas for it, and she had it on the phone, and we had it on the dash or whatever. And I'm just, I said to him, like, can you imagine how this dude's feeling right now inside? Just like, like with that, or like, like I said, with Kofi, or, you know, yeah, the whatever happens after that, but like the Benoit, the Edge returns, you know what I mean? Like, Hangman, when he won the title, hell of a pop, like all these crazy, like, you just gotta think, like, how they feel. Like when Daniel Bryan finally won the title, and like, 70,000 people in a stadium like yes and throwing their fingers up like oh, dude, how about that um this is, this is almost like we were making a show about pops um how about when um when Brian and and Wyatt when Bray Wyatt was like had Daniel Bryan in his like little yeah the steel cage shit. match and he had that yeah he had this fucking suit and then he starts fucking disobeying orders and shit and then and the crowd just starts going fucking crazy. Everybody he rips that shit off. He's got his gear on under and he starts doing this shit. And it's just they pan out and you just see every every fucking person in that arena was going, yes. Yeah. So Yes. That took place. I'm like ninety nine percent positive in Providence. I just wasn't there. I was already gone, but I know my friends were there. So I know Brian, you listen, Carl, you listen. Let I wanna know if you guys were actually there for that, because my boys were texting me like Dude, that pop was insane. Just you know, it was because the guest thing made its way like around all the sports. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like for like 2014, 15, that yes was like a real thing, not just in wrestling. Yeah, which is cool. I love when shit like that happens. Um, hell yeah, you know. And then speaking of once again, kind of reverting back here, but what's sad but great news is um Jay Briscoe's daughter's recovering. In the right time, bro. Um, I don't want to sit here and say I know all medical terminology because I don't. I just simply I don't. Um, but 
you're just hearing all these positive updates, positive updates, positive updates. And it's like, you just got to love every second of it. Like that makes me just as happy, if not more than the fact that Mark's going to be on dynamite tomorrow. Just knowing this little girl, you know, is recovering. And I can only imagine like, it's, it's crazy when you think it's like all these family members, sadly dealing with this between the parents, the brother, the wife, the kids, it's like, you know, the brother lost best friend. I mean, someone they've probably done everything with together. The parents losing a son, you know, the wife losing a, a husband and then a daughter hurt. Then the daughter, you know, the daughter hurt. And then just, it's just, oh God, but I'm just so happy to hear uh, things are moving in the right direction. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like all that stuff at one time, man, you know? And then, you know, again, like we said, you know, if you guys, if you guys saw that we posted that um, Jay Briscoe vid, uh, show, I know a lot of people who have been posting like Jay Briscoe shows um, just in case you haven't watched it and you were staying away from it. Cause it was going to be too sad. We tried to keep it light. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We, we rewatched the dog collar match. We had fun, but we did, you know, we did reminisce about some things. So we didn't, you know, try to be too sad because it was a very sad situation. So we try to keep it light. But on that show, I had mentioned that um, the daughter had regained feeling like in the hips because mm-hmm. she had no feeling whatsoever. And then some of it started coming back, like in her hips and her lower quads. And from, again, not a doctor, but what they were saying was that since there was so much swelling and pressure and fluid, once that's, as that stuff regressed and went down, they were hoping that she would regain more. And that's what seems like it's happening. So, you know, it's just very happy to hear that, man. Thank God, you know, something positive has come out of this horrible situation because you know that girl still has to mourn the loss of her dad bro and she's no we're not even thinking about that she has to mourn the loss of her fucking father meanwhile she's going through all this so you know in a hospital on top of it you know man like that's the last place anyone in general would want to mourn anything you know um so once again can't stress it enough that the trash boys and all will speak for all our friends in the whole internet wrestling community and just any wrestling fan in general, our thoughts and prayers are with the Briscoe family yeah. forever, you know, always 100%. be because, and just one thing before we move on with that, oh, um, it's, it's, it's nice to see the wrestling community actually unified on one positive thing for once. You know, WWE fans, GCW fans, AW fans, everyone, and I mean everybody, is doing an outpouring of love and support, and and just the the GoFundMe that they did like blew past their their goal. Um, everyone in the in the you know wrestlers and promoters and people I haven't heard from in years posting their stuff about Jay and how he was such a great man and a great person. And um, that's great to see, especially again, going back to this executive, like how do you see, how do you see all that and not think to, to, to allow this like memorial put your pride to the side and put your pride to the side and look at the bigger picture, you know, Damn. like how do you see all that? Especially people like, like, um, Brian said on his show, Effie. Effie is like the gayest dude ever, with all due respect. And, you know, he had nothing but beautiful things to say about Jay. 
So it's like, bro, you know, come on, man. Like, the worst people, has, yeah, worst people have been on air. Yeah, for real. I don't want to spend too much time on that random person because we don't even know who it is. But they don't. Again, they don't. It was just nice to see everybody. Like, even on Twitter, the shit rat bag whole place of humanity, people were united and just singing the praises of this person. So that was just nice to see. It was. It was. Um... I'll admit, and still yeah. yeah. Oh, I, did you happen to see the video today that um, Dalton Castle posted? I don't think so. Oh, it was great, bro. Dalton yeah. Castle. Dalton Castle posted an old video that he had. He recorded this years ago. So they had an ROH show, and there was a gigantic thirty-foot-tall poster of Jay Briscoe that they had at the show. Oh, damn. And and him and um, Matt Taven stole the poster. They stole the poster and folded that shit up and put it in a luggage and put it on the plane. And when they went to the next town, they were in the hotel and they were staying. And it was almost like apartments they looked like because when you look at the video and um, they were on the third floor because it was three floors. So they they un they undid the poster and f- like let it fall down from the third Ad- floor. Advertising him. <laughs> and they were hanging it as he was coming back. I guess he was coming back from somewhere and they knew that he was on his way back. So they just unflapped this giant, bro, you, you're looking at an apartment, a third story apartment, and you just see this giant picture of Jay Briscoe, like as a promotion, a promotional poster of him looking all badass and shit in the middle of like a courtyard of an apartment complex. And he's walking up and he sees that shit. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? And he starts freaking out and then, you know, they, he goes up there with them and they all like, it was just nice to see like, they, they were, it was so like, it was like little kids, like little brother shit that you do. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was such a cool, it was such a cool thing to see, man. Uh, again, still, it's a week later and everybody's still throwing out their memories and all that stuff. So it's, it's great to see that stuff, man. It is. It is. Honestly, it is. You're going to have to send me that after I want to see that. Uh, yeah. But, then uh before we move on to the main thing, the main reason why everyone's here, we're going to uh, – last night was the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. There was some good. There was some bad. I personally enjoyed it. Lou kind of did it. Really positive, Nick? Did you enjoy Raw, positive, Nick? I did because I'm a nostalgia mark, and that's what it was. It was a nostalgia – because you see me. The only thing I think I'm ever negative on with this show is Raw. Um, right. But – you know, there was some good, like I said, the biggest mark out moment for me was when Mark Calloway came out because, you know, um, as I've been on this show before, my dad, uh, was like part of the reason I got into wrestling and used to take me to all the shows and I told him about the show last night and he called me like the second, like he came out because that was my dad still to this day. That's my dad's favorite is the American badass. Like he just yeah. thought it was so cool to Harley and all that. Um, and even like randomly, like in 2017, like, oh yeah, Undertaker's fighting at Mania this year. He's like, oh, is he the American badass? It was always, is he the American badass? So like, for me, it was did like, you know that, did you know that Vince didn't like the American badass at all? Did you know no, that? But, no, but I'm not shocked. <laughs> no, but why, why would, like, why? I don't understand. Cause that shit, I mean, the American badass was awesome. Like, the American badass was fucking it, awesome. If we're keeping it a buck. Vince didn't make the American badass. It was Taker's idea. Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, Vince that's, is one of those. You know what I mean? Like, 
You can always credit Vince sense. for creating the Undertaker character and it being one of the best ever. You can always. But see I guess that. he came You're out one day and was like, "I guess he was like, I want to try this type shit," and then he just came out with the American Badass gimmick. Yeah, he's, um, so he said on yeah on Stone Cold Show it was like going into the Attitude Era. My character played it because he debuted in '90 and he came out with that in 2000. Yeah. You gotta think that was ten years of ten years, bro. Before that, like I thought it was appropriate too. Because uh, let me tell you something, I again we were talking about. Well, first of all, before we jump into the Undertaker, I didn't hate the show. Like I thought the show was, the, I thought the first hour was phenomenal. The opening segment was fucking phenomenal. Even Oscar-winning performances. I mean, it was fantastic, bro. The the fact that they were planning something for weeks. And canceled it the day before, and they were still man, and they still managed to create this moment. Was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I know some people are sick of sick of the bloodline, bro. You motherfuckers are never happy with shit, bro. Yeah, you guys are never happy. Like it's either you you want new things, and then when you get the new things, you're sick of them in a week, and you're like, oh, this guy's overrated. This sucks. I don't want to see this anymore. It's like you can never please these fucking people. But um, I thought the opening thing was fantastic. Yeah. I- um. The but tag no. match was great. I enjoyed the tag match. Um, and the little swerve that they had there with Sammy at the, in the tag match was awesome. Bro, I honestly thought that Jimmy was hurt for real. Like that shit looked like those first 10 seconds of that whole shit when the ref did this. And I was like, Oh shit, they're throwing up the X. And I kind of hate that shit because now they kind of know that we know what that is. So they're starting to use it in storyline type shit when they really yeah. shouldn't. Because that's, you know, that's for them. That's to, yo, somebody's fucked up. We got to get them out of here. Um, so I kind of hate that they're kind of doing that in storyline, but it, it you know, kind of makes it seem more real or whatever. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed the tag match. I honestly thought, you know, we were talking about it last night. You said um, you thought Judgment Day were going to win it. Your theory was sound. But after seeing that opening segment, I was like, nah, bro, they're not losing. Not yet. It's not. It don't make sense for them to lose the Judgment Day right now. So I didn't think that they were gonna lose. Um, I just what we were talking about on the pre-show was my issue with this show is like if you're gonna be celebrating 30 years, right? Celebrate it. Like, yeah, you have the legends there and shit, but bro, play the old theme song. I personally would have come out with perfectly apropos have roman come out for just one night only with this belt you know it's okay it's just one night it's it's fine to not have the big giant w branding for one fucking night you can go back to the winged eagle you can go back to the old tag team titles you can throw on some retro shirts or make some roman reigns type retro shirt a bloodline shirt that looks retro you know do little things like that 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 can you know what i'm saying it, it just extra celebration of your 30 year history. Cause it's like, I didn't feel like it. I just felt like it was a, like you got all these legends and they're all in the back playing poker. Like, why is it always fucking they're back there playing poker? Always. I know. I just they, feel it's the easiest thing. <laughs> all right, we'll get the APA and do a poker game. It's always every fucking time they do this thing. It's the same shit. Everybody's back there playing cards. Like you can't think of anything else to do, but Again, I didn't hate the show. I just was like, I was underwhelmed by it, honestly. I don't know if I expected too much, but um, The Undertaker, we can get back to that. That was great. Um, The show started off with everybody's favorite, 
Hulk Hogan, um, he seemed to be having, yeah, exactly. He seemed to be having audio issues. And I kind of felt like when the Undertaker thing happened that they kind of were having the same thing. Cause the, I don't remember the American badass theme having that whole kid rock monologue from the beginning of the song, like play. Cause that shit is kind of long, bro. You know, so that's what he did like, when he first came out with it. Yeah. But then, then, but then, then he when, he goes, when he goes, are you scared? Them little girls are supposed to go, he's here. Doesn't, don't, don't they say he's here after mm-hmm. he says, are you scared or that's whatever? Like, and then the song starts. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, bro. So what I liked about it was I loved the Bray and Taker thing. You know, the reason I liked it, cause some people said this should have always been done like as the dead man and whether the either worlds are fiend. But what I liked about it was, was that this Bray character right now, like when he's not Uncle Howdy or the fiend or fuck, like he's kind of him, like he's Wyndham, you know? So he's right. like, this was like the realest human interaction you would get with them. But what I really liked about it is, and this goes to the whole thing, like I said, Usually these legends nights, they bury the young talent. Now, granted, Taker was going to get him, give him the choke slam, but he threw him. Right. So it kind of goes storyline. But I thought LA Knight shined, man. And I'm going to throw my piece on this when it comes to the match. Um, Like, I just like, they did so many obvious things. Like, all those years when Taker would come out for his returns, like, the person would stand in the ring. The second he looped around with the bike, LA Knight's like, nah, fam, I'm out. Like, yeah. it's the young- so I thought like little things like that make me happy because it's common sense. Like if I'm a wrestler, I'm not going to, especially when Taker was doing his old gimmick. Well, not old gimmick, the dead man gimmick walking. I'm not going to stand there and wait for the guy. I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what yeah, I mean? Let me stand here and wait for you to come beat my ass. Nah, bro. Yeah. And then it was mm-hmm. just perfect with Bray. Like you hit his music, but you didn't hit it too long. And then he ran back and forth and then. I really want to know what Taker said. I don't know if I'll ever say all the memes that came with it and videos, like a voice. Actually, he tweeted it, didn't he? He tweeted it, right? Yeah, he tweeted. I don't know if that. Maybe that's. I think that's what. I think that's why he tweeted that because that's what he told him. Yeah, um, I think that's what it is. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was great. And then following that, folks on here some negative now. The cage Hmm. match got cut short, and the my gripe is with this is. Because I felt right after, because they said the reason it all happened is because of the Uso segment went too long, which it did. That shit went, went like 35 minutes, like uh, the yeah. promo itself, Um which guess you can maybe equivalent to last second planning, but still you should have known. Right. At the same time, like that's still a flaw on you 100%. But there were so many other, like Ric Flair didn't have to cut that promo, right? He could have just came out with Charlotte. That's him there. Yeah. Bianca could have squashed Sonya, you know, like. The DX Imperium thing, as funny as it was, it did not have to be that long. You right. know what I mean? Like, cause then you saw it at the end, the way the show ended with Bobby and Brock. Like, yeah, they literally that flew there. off the air, bro. Yeah, like Corey was still talking, like, granted, like, and Brock still did his entrance. You could tell his entrance was a little rushed too, but, yeah. you know, he did, usually he comes in and tries to like intimidate. Nah, he just F5. I kind of liked the F5 of theory onto him for the pin. I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah. still, like, everything felt rushed after. I forgot what other segments there were. Um, like, the Miz and, like, I, you didn't need the Miz and KO either, cause I get yeah, it, the Rumble's hap, the Rumble's happening, but KO's fighting solo Friday. So you didn't right. really need that. 
Yeah, you know you he's going to be there on SmackDown. So yeah, he's yeah, and that's that. already advertised. It's not like they advertised it tonight. It's been advertised next week. And that's Hopefully. and there's the word right there, advertise. You yeah. you spend a fucking week advertising a goddamn steel cage match between two of your biggest women, and then you don't do it. Like that's some old school Vince shit. Vince was doing that shit all last year, bro. He was uh-huh. announcing shit and promoting shit and we're getting shit in email like oh this matches tonight this matches tonight and then they don't have the fucking match like yeah you're like what the fuck wait a minute didn't they say like that shit was all last year early last year so it's like don't start doing that shit again bro like, and then oh sorry sorry no you're good um and it, it's like i could see if it was just bailey versus bianca but dog you advertised a steel cage right match you know what you I mean? You had that shit hanging over the fucking ring all show. And now, yeah, and then you're in a predicament because, like, do you, you can't run back a steel cage match that didn't happen. Like, like I was thinking as I'm watching, like, yo, the only, in my opinion, please, if there's a stipulation, help me. Because the only stipulation I think of you could do at this point, and I don't think the feud needs it, is Hell in a Cell. Right. You lock him out, kind of. But this isn't going to go to a Hell in a Cell. And the reason, the one of the other main reasons I didn't like this is because from reports and then just the way they built the roster, even without reports, from it seems like my – which we're going to get into the match. So I'm not going to focus on it long. The two obvious women's Rumble winners, in my opinion, are going to be either Becky or Rhea. Now, say Becky wins. It's still a cool moment, whatever. But it would have made her look better if they did this match and she won because now it's like, all right, she built up. She got this big victory. Now it's like – she wins the Rumble, cool. I think we all like Becky. She's the man again. And I'm probably going to revert back to this when we talk to her again. But, right. dog, she just got the shit kicked out of her for like five minutes yeah. in the cage. That shouldn't happen. Sure did. Now, granted, different match, different day. But you know what I mean? So I see what you're saying. I definitely agree with you on that. Because I was looking forward to the match too. Yeah, did you see the um the Bellas <laughs> went live? on? Uh... Yeah, so I watched that. And I was like confused because another negative is like, like, they didn't want to mention Sasha and Paige, like, which yeah. was kind of weird because, like, they you showed had... Sasha, though. I was actually surprised they showed Sasha there. They showed awesome. her in, uh, they showed her in that 30, that video that, that they played at the beginning that they posted earlier in the week. Oh, the okay. 30th anniversary they, they, video. She's in there. Yeah. Cause they have Daniel Bryan. They have Dean yeah. Amber. I'm saying they, they, have, Dean, they had they Chris showed, Jericho's yeah. debut. Yeah. So, like, they didn't. Yeah. They had all that and, shit in there. So this is me about the roast to Bellas. Because a lot of people, as I was telling you online off air, a lot of people were throwing a huge bitch fit about the women's division WWE right. like last night, which last night did not look good, right? Because <laughs> you didn't hear shit really about Trish. I think the only had was uh, Medusa. Alondra Blaze. Yeah, Alondra Alondra Blaze back yeah. there playing poker. Like. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you got to give credit to those like her, like even if it's in a little bit bigger. You have to give credit to Trish. You got to lead up. Dino, Molly, Ooh. Holly. Yeah. And again – it's coming up on Royal Rumble, so maybe they're going to show up. Maybe they're going to be surprise yeah. entrants and shit. So, you know, you can, you can think about it that way. Like, maybe they're going to have them be surprise entrants in the Rumble, like Lita and Trish and, you know, uh, Melina, Which hopefully, again. You know what I mean? Well, so you want to yeah. see them on Raw, and then they're going to come out. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we just saw them last week. You know what I mean? So I could understand maybe that. But here's but, my Oh shit. I hope people watching don't get mad here. So there's a big thing. I saw a lot of negative. Uh, I saw a tweet where the Bellas should run the women's division. Don't agree with that. No. 
Now, here's what I'll say. Everyone's supporting the Bellas for their video. Support who you want to support. That's fine. There's a lot of support. How often when they were actively wrestling was the internet wrestling community shitting on them? Oh, always. I'll never and, forget that. I'll never forget that dive that Brie did where she almost fucking literally killed herself. And Remember then that dive when she dived through the lift? second rope and her feet caught the, the, the rope and she just fell. Like she just fell straight down. And then they they made the cancellation pattern, but when they started getting over in WWE, that's when Mama there started dating and marrying old Johnny Laurinaitis. Right. Who's not around anymore? Yep. You know, I think I, mean, I don't care. I think there's a little pettiness in that, but I don't know. All these people outraged over there, like, get the fuck out. I agree, women's division was booked terrible last night. You hype right. up a steel cage match, you don't mention like Whatever, like you, I don't know. They definitely could have done a lot better than it. I get it. Nostalgia, you have Taker, you have DX, you have Kurt Angle. Cool, awesome. But there's been some amazing women's moments. Yeah, and the thing with the Bellas is, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna shit on them because that's not fair. It's not fair to them. They, they played their part in the women's revolution. I don't want to take anything away from them. A hundred percent agree. But my thing with the, with the video that they put, it was like all facts. Like, yeah, they were asked to appear. They were asked to appear on the show and what they had for them. They were like, no, we don't want to do that. Like I'm assuming he wanted to have them back there fucking playing yeah, poker. Probably poker game. Um, and they were like, we don't want to do that. Like we're going to fly us out here to, which it makes fucking sense to me. What are you going to fly me out here? I had to take time for my family to go sit in the fucking back and play poker. No, I don't want to do that. I want to do something. So they declined. And another reason supposedly they declined is because they, they, I guess they were telling people like, yo, you can't mention this person. You can't mention that person, whatever. So they were like, nah, bro, you, you guys don't want to mention Sasha. You don't want to mention Paige. You don't want to mention this other person. And you don't want to have us doing anything in the ring. You don't want us to have us. No. Yeah. So they didn't, you know, they ended up not going and then they went live and they were like, kind of like spilling the tea and shit. So, you know, I understand from their perspective what, what, why they were upset. And why they, they, they are Hall of Famers, you know? Yeah. And I mean, listen, you're not going to hear me talking bad about Nikki Bella, bro. Now, hell no. You're just not, <laughs> no. not going to hear me talk bad about her, bro. Um, so I was, she was the Charlotte Flair before the Charlotte Flair. Like she was the one out there always winning, you know, very quote unquote, very, you know, how we were just talking about how people love using mm-hmm. these fucking words, quote unquote, burying the other women. Whether that was facts or not, I don't know. But, you know, I don't know, bro. It was a different time. Everybody was trying to keep their spots and shit. So, I, again, I don't want to flame them either. So, it just was unfortunate that they didn't have more for the women last night. That's mm-hmm. just all I'm saying. It, you know, again, I know that they had a lot of people there. They were trying to get a lot of shit in. But it's like, you got three hours, bro. <laughs> This is the problem we have with this fucking show every week. It's that it's three hours and you run the same shit back over and over and over again. So last I night felt not... so rushed in every way possible. Did you notice the fun? The funniest part of, for me from the entire show, the funniest part for me was when Triple H was like, man, you know how hard it is to write a, a three hours. And man, if only there was someone who could. Mm you know, handle this. And I was like, yo, if Vince fucking walks out right now, I swear to God, I'll, I'll grab my TV and I'll throw it out the fucking window, bro. I he trolled the crowd. He trolled them. 
He's 100%. That was a 100% a troll, bro. Because you even heard the people start booing. Yeah. Like and then Teddy Long's booing, ass came out. Teddy Long comes out there. You're like, hey, Teddy Long. Everybody loves hey. Teddy Long. Yeah. But, uh, but I was like, oh, my God, bro. When he said that shit and he went like that and he looked up the ramp, I was like, yo, if Vince walks out right now, I swear to God, bro. Yeah. Don't I do this, bro. Wait. No, I, I would have just turn that shit right off bro Dang what that. i liked about that segment was that was wrestling 101 just off obvious like when triple h got in gunther's face because if this was years ago they would have super kicked them and pedigreed them oh yeah and, he would have pedigreed like, oh thank god but when he was like now nah, i'm retired and then they're all saying their part and kurt angles like nope nope <laughs> which like i saw a tweet will wrestle you yeah, I saw that tweet. It's like, oh, seven angle versus Gunther would have been a banger, which it probably would have. Oh, yeah. But, um, it was just like, and then I think, uh, who was it? Someone, I, one of them said, like, if only there was someone that would come out and like, or if there was only someone that could help and then Seth Rollins come out and then yeah. like X-Pac was like, if only there was a team that would help Seth and then like, like I was just like, yeah. It was so funny because that's wrestling in a nutshell. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was so – I liked how they made that. The Vince thing was funny, you know. Um, but – and I get it. It's such an easy – it's like Taker and DX are just such easy fallbacks to go to with these shows. That's why – that's like the one of the main reasons I'm happy they switched Taker up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like DX, like I get it. You guys are funny. Like last night was funny, but it's like – You've done it. Like, Raw 35 is going to be in five years. Are you guys going to yeah. come out and do the same thing again? Like, yeah, yeah you're exactly. going to get the pop. You're going to get the pop. And that's, know, one, but... and that's one thing about the, like, that's why I really enjoyed the American Badass. Because, you know, you hear the bong and the lights go down and the moon starts coming up on the Titan Tron. And you're like, all right, here we go. This motherfucker will be in the ring in about eight minutes. Because, you know, that fucking entrance takes fucking forever. Yeah. And then... All of a sudden, the American Badass music starts playing. Because not for nothing, that song, I, I ain't a Kid Rock fan. But that song is fucking, that's a heater, bro. That song. Oh, is I love heater, that bro. song. You throw that shit on in the gym. You fucking yep. have that shit in your headphones. You know, fuck the politics. Fuck all that bullshit. When you hear that fucking sad but true Kid Rock collaboration, that shit is just, that's a banger. Bro. Oh, his Hall of Fame video, whatever, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when that shit came on, I was like, oh, what? The American Badass? Because Really? Like, my favorite version of The Undertaker is that Big Evil. Like, Big yep. Evil fucking Undertaker. That was, like, my favorite fucking version. Again, I know that's easy to say because he popped up last night, but that whole thing was awesome. So, yeah, not American Badass probably. And he's the, he's the one that wrestled. Um, it was American Badass that wrestled Jeff Hardy, right, in that ladder match? Yes. That impromptu ladder match on yeah, Raw. Yeah. He was, that's when he was Big Evil, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's probably one of the best moments on He Raw. just had a lot of his best, because if you think about it, he came in in 2000 and then in the end of 03 is when it ended. He had a lot in that time frame. He had that. Yeah. He had the, uh, when he shook John Cena's hand backstage when he was yeah. the champ. Yep. He had just all those, he had some great matches. Like, his, but yeah, American Badass. And- yeah, his debut second he came favorite. Out and mm-hmm. He came out and just fucking walked down the ramp and he kicked the shit out of, uh, was it Shane or who was it that he kicked the shit out of? Or it might have been Road Dog or, um, Billy. I forgot who it was that he just he punched went. He was wearing that long ass trench coat and he was just <laughs> punching people and he fucking big ass boot to whoever the fuck it was. Like, that's, 
That shit was awesome. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, and you know what really got the pop? Cause, so one thing, cause you said he moves slow. Mark Calloway moves slow. With Granny, you're old now, he's, you can tell he's staying mm-hmm. in some shape, but not what he was in those later years. But he had way too big of a bike for that, I think. Yeah. Cause he's always used small. to. Yeah, that, and they used to have that long ass ramp. That now the ramp is not as long, so you don't get that full effect of like yeah, so, riding down and shit. But dude, when he got in the ring and went to the ropes and did like that, I was yeah. you know, I marked out right there. I yeah, marked yeah. I marked for Mark. But uh, So it says moments define this industry. This one was special. Supposedly that's what he whispered to to Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt was looking all shook. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh I'll always die on the mountain, and I think Taker will too. Well, he has said it, that Brock shouldn't have ended it, and it should have been Bray that next year, in my opinion. You know, I get, like, because he said before on record that Vince is like, if Brock's not, who's gonna? And he's like, well. Yeah, man, and it's like, I don't know how I feel about that shit anymore. Like, when it happened, it was a gigantic shock, obviously. Um, And then, you know, a few weeks after that, it was just... The pundits were all fighting with each other. Like, it was a great moment. It was a shitty moment. Why do it? Why end the streak? Why do this? Why do that? But, bro, it's what Vince wanted. Vince was in charge. They talked it over. He said he's only going to do it with Brock. So they did it with Brock to get Brock over as that monster. Like, what else could Brock do besides winning all the championships? Like, he did that. You know what I mean? He broke the fucking streak. Like, one of the greatest promos ever was that fucking Monday after WrestleMania when what? Brock came out. When he came out and he gave that promo about the, the one in 21 or whatever, that was a fucking... The only one I think that he did that was better than that was the... I forget which WrestleMania was when Seth won. Oh, and yeah. They start Raw fireworks. Hey, welcome to Monday Night Raw, whatever. And then you hear that Whatever that sound is that's at the beginning of Brock's music. And he comes out like they hit his music and everybody starts bugging. And Brock just walks out, bro, in full like gloves. His shorts like ready to fight. And he has that the bruises and all that shit all over his face from the from Roman Reigns. Like that night when when uh Heyman cut that promo where he was like um he comes on and he goes, we are invoking a rematch clause. Everybody starts fucking losing their shit. Yep. And he's like, we're not doing this at SummerSlam. We're not doing this next week. We're invoking it right here, right now. To, yo, that, that fucking promo. I get chills watching that shit, man. Paul Heyman had the crowd like this in his yeah. fucking home. He's bro, so promo. good at that, dude. He's the he's fucking so- bomb. He's the greatest ever. Yeah, he even is. the like, little even things that he does, like Brock he comes Curry. Out, yeah, he the little things that he does, like he comes out holding the blue belt, and he's always like timid. And Roman asks for it, and he gives it to him. And then when he gives it to him, he's just like, <laughs> it's just there, like, oh my, like it's just all that little shit that he does, man. He's just so what a mind for wrestling, man. He's yeah, so dude. fucking tremendous. Yeah, you, I, you talk about someone like Vince. Who was going to be around till he dies, which he still is, right? I don't see Paul leaving that company until like Man, damn I hope near. Paul lives fucking forever, bro. Yeah, Paul. I hope next year in Philadelphia he gets inducted. 
I think you have to. And then, um, but I guess kind of to move on, because Paul's man last night had its up, it had its downs. And this weekend, we may have some ups or downs. Oh, yeah. uh, we have the Royal Rumble 2023, the first one in, under the quote unquote, because who knows nowadays, the yeah. Triple H regime. Um, but all I can say before we dive into match by match is I want to hear your thoughts going into the show in general. But mine, simple. It can't get worse than last year. Well, <laughs> general overall excitement is is basically what I'm feeling. First of all, again, I'm going to say that shit every time they do it. But, yo, these Saturday pay-per-views, I fucking love them. I, give me pay-per-views on Saturday always and forever, bro. Always and forever. It's, it's fantastic. So, um, Royal Rumble is probably, uh, even from when I was a kid, I think that's everybody's fucking favorite besides WrestleMania, yeah. but WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl. It's just like a smorgasbord of, of, of wrestling, but like Royal Rumble in particular, I think is like everybody's favorite fucking, Countdown, just everything. Yeah, it's, you know, you all get to do the countdown and who's coming in and who's going to win. And it's just it, it, everybody loves the Royal Rumble. So I'm always looking forward to it every year. Um, what happened last? You know, we keep talking about WrestleMania sucking last year. What fucking happened last year that we hated it so much? Who fucking even won the last Rumble, year's Rumble? So the Rumble wasn't good. So I remember damn near the whole thing. So. Seth and Roman had a great match. The whole Shield thing happened. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You had the very long and unnecessary Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice. Right. That was whatever. But I don't uh, remember it, hating it, that, though. No. no, it was the two rumbles because Sasha, they announced Sasha. She came back the night before, and she was, like, one of the favorites. And then the rumble was Saturday again. From Monday through Saturday, you kept hearing reports of, Ronda Rousey's coming. Ronda Rousey's coming. And then Sasha got eliminated early. They had no real surprises. The only cool thing in the women's match was uh, Mickey James came out with the Impact title, Hardcore right. Country. Oh, right, right, um, right, right. And then Ronda won. won oh, Ronda won. Yeah, Ronda. Bro, I don't even remember. Yeah, Ronda won that one, which everyone thought it was going to be Sasha and Charlotte until literally yeah. the week before. And then it was cool because Bobby beat Brock. Yeah, there was shenanigans because Roman hit Brock with the title. Right. But everyone was still amped, like, hey, Brock, Bobby's still champ. But then Brock came back and won the Rumble. Oh, and that's what, and, fuck. and then Shane McMahon did Shane McMahon shit. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, yeah man. There was no, there was no surprises. Shane was – Shane and yeah. – well, Bad Bunny was cool. But Shane and Bad Bunny were the only surprises. Yeah, they were the only surprises. On the, yeah, and even I Bad Bunny – even if you remember, too, we were bitching about it. Bad Bunny wasn't a surprise because they showed a photo of him and Taker walking backstage. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and the rumble was in St. Louis. So Bad Bunny doesn't just casually hang out in St. Louis. I could see right. if it was in LA or Miami or something, wherever he lives or Hollywoodish areas. Yeah. And then that's when the rumor started of the title and title. Ah, okay. So now, thank you. Because I'm like, I don't even fucking remember. And now you're like, oh, I fucking remember that yeah. shit now. <laughs> that's why I say it can't, it can't be worse. I don't think. Right. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. No, you I know, think we're going to have a good one because we got a lot of people who came back. So there's going to be a variety of different people in the Rumble. Um, like we were saying before the show started, I think right now they have 15 people officially announced for the Rumble for the men. Yeah, so 15 for the men and seven for the women. Right. You got so, half you know, the men's open and 23 of the women. Yeah, you know, a lot of surprises could be on there. Again, we have SmackDown on, you know, 
Friday. So, you know, it, they Maybe could be announcing more. some more stuff there. But um, 15 surprises, which is cool. Like, we don't know who's going to be who. Obviously, there's going to be your Dolph Ziggler's and your Otis's and your stuff like that. But um, um, uh, we're hearing rumors of AOP coming back. I don't think they'll come back in the Rumble because how the fuck are you going to – if one comes out, you know the other one's going to come out. So that's, yeah. that's going to be dumb I as fuck. <clears throat> but, you know, who – I mean, we'll, we're going to speculate later on when we actually go through the matches who we think might be a surprise. But right now there's not a lot to this card, to be honest with you. You got – Five matches like- and – What's his name? Tom Hardy? The guy? The Rumble dude singing at some point. Oh, Hardy. Yeah, I forgot about that. I will video. not be watching that. That's, um, that's no, no, we're not. And dude, I'm surprised they're doing this because go back to the Saturday thing. Rumble's always a long show. You yep. already know both Rumbles go over an hour between entrances. They'll say an hour and 10 minutes. So that's two hours and 20 minutes there. Roman and Chaos probably again with entrances at all, probably around 30 or 40. You know, the pitch black match, I imagine, is probably going to get like 20. That's going to be I, quick. Yeah. And I, I see Alexa, I see Alexa and Bianca being on the quicker side, less than 10. Um, which that's what I which figured. Is bullshit. Cause yeah, why we, do you, why do you cut the time there? Like that's what fucking sucks. And it sucks because like who the fuck wants to see Alexa and Bianca again? Yeah. So that's it's kind of like, rather you right. not have the match than have it. Um, which that's what we got first on here. The way I ordered these, as I said off air, is kind of from interest. Um, cool Alexis, this maybe Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt person. Um, I get I hate it. This. Said, I hate everything yeah. Uncle Howdy related. I yeah, hate it all. <laughs> I'm not a fan of her with this Bray shit. Um, Bianca cut kind of a good promo last night saying how yeah. with all that. I thought it was a good promo after that kind of useless ass match. Um, but. Maybe they'll go, but I I don't know. I got Bianca winning in a quick. Just match. give me fucking five foot of fury, Alexa Bliss, who was champion, who was so a devious little bitch. She was not the biggest person, but she was a devious little bitch, and she was hitting people with that twisted bliss and winning matches because she was devious. That's all she needs to be. She doesn't need to have this doll. She doesn't need to be this evil. Talking yep. about, I'm gonna rip your. Well, she say I'm gonna rip off your face, but I'm gonna keep your eyes. I'm like, damn, this what the fuck? This girl, she's on some psycho killer shit. But you know, whatever it is this what she wants to do? I guess it's fine. But you know, again, everybody wants to say, wait, 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 let things play out. But goddamn it, bro, that, this, this Uncle Howdy shit is just—I don't know, bro. I, I'm I'm like not at all intrigued by any of this. But back to the Alexa thing, quick. I'm assuming your pick's Bianca, by the way, correct? Yeah. But you know what else Alexa did good for her size and everything? She threw a very believable, like, right hand. Like, that punch or the elbow she used to do. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, and it's good because, like, as, like, fans were like, yay, we're happy. You're doing what you like. But why can't you like being the five-foot Fury of Bliss when you were super over with the crowd and were were a five-time women's champion with that character? For a reason. You have not won anything since being with Bray. She she had a banger theme song. Mm-hmm. She had she had a great look. She came out with her app. She had attitude. She could wrestle. Uh, I never had a problem with Alexa Bliss matches. There's some people out there who seem to have some Dang, kind of ridiculous no. history with her. They say that she sucks. She's always sucked. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know where that's coming from. But mm-hmm. 
Um, the only thing I don't like personally, and this is me being a misogynist, is that ever since she's gotten married, she looks like she's lost a little weight. I like my Alexa a little more thicky. We did that at I, the same I, time. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like she, you know, she it, it, she just looked. I don't want to say that either because that sounds fucked up. It's I don't healthier. want to be talking about how healthier. I mean, but I don't want to. You know, what I'm saying, I, who am I to be talking about how women look or whatever? But yeah, I, I I, just, I she was thicker before, and obviously, I like that. But also, it just made her. It, it fit her better. It seems like to me. Um, she did and some her sick or whatever too. Hmm. She did some good cosplays too when she was the five foot. Yeah. Yeah, she even she sometimes dope, they were like she did a cool Buzz Lightyear one one time. I remember, like even though yeah. they were like hittier Disney because she's a huge Disney person. Yeah, but. she was she was dope when <laughs> she was just you know again five foot. I don't understand this this devil demon doll Uncle Howdy scary bullshit that they're doing. I, I just I don't. Yeah. It, and it's crazy because it. she's been advocating for. She said off like on record like in NXT she was trying to yeah. do something like this. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I'm not trying to be an ass, but. And I'm happy. I wear Alexa Bliss fans, so this isn't us bashing. But if she would have started off with something like that, I don't know if she'd still be around. And and the way she started was like she was a super baby face. Oh yeah, with the baby thing or whatever. She had like blue gear, and her she had the same theme song. Um, actually, she she started off with like a kind of like a teeny boppy theme song at first. Then she got the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. She got that song, but at the beginning of it, she would say like uh glitter bliss, glitter bliss, some shit like that. She would say this little saying at the beginning, and then her music would hit. And then eventually when she became the badass, she got rid of that shit from the beginning and it was just the music. That was like peak Alexa Bliss. And again, now she's I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. One thing we don't know is how this pitch black pitch black match is going to go with Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. So I'm usually, I love seeing presentation with matches like this, but because of the, um, the, uh, build of this and everything like that, it's kind of like, I really don't care how this presentation looks. I just want to see how it delivers. It could be goofy, whatever. I'll probably crack jokes if it looks bad. I'll compliment it if it looks good. But it's like, you you know, Bray's did one house show, whatever, cool. But this has got to deliver. And honestly, I think LA Knight's been phenomenal in this feud. The whole yeah thing, obviously, that's his character. But I'm a fan right. of LA Knight, you know. Uh, I think he's gotten a lot of spotlight. And honestly, I think he's my pick. The reason he's my pick is kind of like what Brian said. You don't know what we're getting. Because in the past week, last night, we saw, I guess, normal Bray. We'll say that's normal Bray. Then you have this Uncle Howdy guy. But last Friday, he was in the Firefly Funhouse and talking like The Fiend. Now, if The Fiend came out, yo, I'd mark it. I'll be happy. But so I could see this being like a personality thing and like Bray like beats himself in a way. Kind of right. like if you heard what they were saying. So yeah, I'm assuming Uncle Howdy be, is going to get like involved that. in this somehow. Which I like though, because LA Knight gets a win and Bray's Bray. 
You yeah. know, like yeah, he'll, he'll he can come back out on Friday and be he's still used over. to losing anyway. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's gonna get anyway. and he's gonna get the pop whether he wins or loses next time you see him. So that's what I want to see, and I think that's what we're gonna because they've been very protective over LA Knight, honestly. Mm-hmm. As well, um, they should be. Yeah, I heard leaks of like there's neon lights or whatever. I don't know, dude. I don't. I know. AEW uh, does a lights out match, but what is it? What's the difference? It's just so pretty much like a no DQ match, right? If I remember yeah, right. I think it's basically like one of those like, I think a lights out match is basically like when WWE does like unsanctioned whenever they do. I don't yeah. even think they've ever done that on the main roster. I think that's only an NXT thing. Because yeah, I know Adam Cole had an unsanctioned match with, uh, either, was it Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah, they I think he did. I think that was one of, that was one of their last matches. It was for yeah, where they were like, hey, there's, yeah, there's no fucking rules. They dim the lights and all that shit. No ref and they just fought. Um, but they don't really do that shit on the main roster. So it's interesting that they're doing this. Unfortunately, in our notes, you forgot to add. Mountain Dew pick, oh, pitch yes. black match presented by Mountain Dew. Because so God forbid we don't well. mention this is sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> They've had um, a sponsor, sponsorship with them for a long time, huh? Mountain yeah. Dew, and not my Mountain Dew, Dewey Dewey Miss Dewdrop, the actual <laughs> Mountain Dew, the drink. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in a full agreement with you. I think La Knight is going to win this match. I think it's going to be shenanigans with Uncle Howdy. Um. I think that we're going to see a lot of weird shit in this match. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of body doubles in this match. A lot of people dressed up as things that we're not expecting. Um, and they're going to have fun with this match. They're, they're definitely going to have fun with it. Um, so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of coming around on it because all I've been doing is kind of like in my head, kind of shitting on the idea of this. It's like, what the fuck? They're going to be in a pitch black. How are they going to do this? So yeah. obviously they're not going to go pitch black in the arena because who's going to say, <laughs> what are you going to see? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sure it's just the name. They'll dim the lights and they'll do some weird shit. Um, I think it's going to actually end up being cool. Um, and I think LA Knight's going to pick up the win because I think they got plans for LA Knight, bro. LA could... Knight is on SmackDown. He's on Raw. Like not everybody gets that treatment. That's like the Roman Reigns shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I know that it was a, anniversary show so those rules kind of don't apply because people just show up because Gunther was there too but um, for them to give LA Knight that time on Raw when they were cutting time last night to try to get everything else in is it's, it shows you that they have plans for this dude. He's my early favorite for Money in the Bank to be honest. Ooh. My early yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Um, that would but, be dope. So it's funny because I'm going into this match with no expectations. Like right. none. And usually a Bray Wyatt thing I do, um, but two last things on this. So Dan last night in the UWO chat uh, said, will we see Husky Harris? So that'd be kind of funny if somehow we got a Husky Harris appearance somehow in all of this, somehow, some way. Um, <laughs> the only reason I think I haven't closed, because I was amped when Bray came back. The only reason I don't think I've closed the door on all this bullshit yet, and I say bullshit and I mean the word bullshit, is mm. because... Bray, for the most part, has always delivered. Yeah. Like, if you remember, he had like a three-month buildup for The Fiend. Like, he did those little attacks. But if you remember, that first Fiend entrance at SummerSlam was dope. Oh, yeah. That was so, crazy. I'm not saying his entrance is going to be, but I never – I'm not going to close the door because of just his creative mind. 
But I need to see something from this match. I need yeah, like I love Bray Wyatt. Yeah, not necessarily the payoff, but I need something from him. Yeah, they need to they need to start doing something with this Uncle Howdy bullshit. Like enough with the coming out and laughing and shit on the entryway and cutting to commercial. Like I don't want to see that shit anymore, bro. Enough. Like Uncle Howdy needs to do something. Something needs to happen. Like this is this this shit's getting silly because like. My favorite Bray Wyatt is the cult leader Bray Wyatt. Oh, the eater of the worlds. Like the 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 fiend is fine, you know. I, I like the fiend. They kind of ruined the fiend after a while. But bro, that that cult leader Bray Wyatt, I think that is the character. Well, I kind of like how he is now because he seems like he's conflicted and there's a lot of shit going on with him. I just want to see it culminate finally into something because right now it's like not anything, but. My yeah, I, I definitely love cult leader eater of worlds Bray Wyatt. Like he's the best when he's sitting in that rocking chair and cutting those promos and the hair and the fucking the hat. I just I love the whole presentation of it. So it was um, dope. I don't think he's ever gonna go back to that. But um, I kind of like I liked his look. Like last night, I like his look. Mm. Like with the black leather jacket and the hair tied back the way it is with the lantern. Like he looks dope. So if that's gonna be him going forward, I'm cool with that. But let's just kind of let's get let's something get direction going because this LA night thing is not gonna last forever. Because they're gonna eventually, I think this might actually be the end of it. Because I think they're gonna move LA night onto something else, and I think that they're gonna move Bray to something else. Yeah, because Mania is around the corner, and we said it earlier last night. Without it, whether it was or not, to the wrestling fan eyes, I was a passing of the torch. Yeah, Taker and Bray, and that's another thing. I, I we're talking about Bray Wyatt never always delivering, bro. He had a feud with the Undertaker by himself. Yeah, for like two three months, he was out there cutting promos to a ghost. Like he came out in a casket and everything. Remember, he carried that entire shit alone, bro. In and his then early finally, the, the the Raw before WrestleMania, they posted that. The man will come around shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, great. So I guess he's going to be there. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Why won't they this guy They had a good appear? match. Yeah, and the match was good. So. Dude, I'll never forget know. this match when Bray was doing, like, the backwards walk thing. And then Taker sat up. Like, they angled it yeah. perfectly right at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bray's, Bray's money. And I think that's what some aggravation with us and others include is, like, yo, we know what this dude's capable of. So let's yep. see it. You know, because you had the build-up from what, like, August till October with the, the QR codes, which I was I, we all thought was cool. Sometimes a little yeah. too much, but cool. Now it's October, and he debuted the middle of October. So you have all of November, all of December, pretty much all of January in the two weeks. And so this has been like a three-and-a-half, almost four-month thing. Like, we got to see something now, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I'm sticking with LA yeah, night. LA night. Yeah. LA night. Yeah. LA night all day. Yeah. I think it's, you have to do that. Whenever someone does it, you have to do it in return. It's I like was a- watching UWO and they did that shit like 18 times. I was like, yo, yeah. this shit is contagious, bro. That is some contagious shit. It's like, I could see him winning like the IC title. I, I'm like, I you would know be what? the one taking it off. Gunther. We're going to talk about this person later, but. You said uh, he's a, he's money for the Rumble. 
I mean, money for the money in the bank. I like that idea. But what? Uh, imagine again. We're going towards WrestleMania. Imagine a fucking LA Knight Stone Cold match at WrestleMania. Just the just the the build and the shit talking to get there will be must see fucking TV. The match it'll it, it'll be whatever it is. Stone Cold. I know he's training like a motherfucker. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I would love to see that, bro. Yeah, same. I God. would love to see LA Knight and Stone Cold. And speaking of, of loving to see, so first off, the uh, the match we're going to be speaking of before I get into the fact is Kevin Owens is going up against Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal uh, Heavyweight Championship. Did you know this is the third time? This is the trilogy of their Rumble matches. So at Rumble yeah. 17, Kevin Owens was champ, and he fought Roman. KO won. Then they oh, had the shit. last man standing in 2021. Right. Thunder. And now, now. With so it's kind of cool. And the, the handcuff yeah. to the forklift thing. Yeah, so this is the best of three for him. Let's see who takes oh, it. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this one, man. I'm excited for this one. I think KO... With the help of the bloodline and Sammy's done, they've done a good job building this one, in yeah. my opinion. Um, I think it's going to be a hard match. We've seen these guys wrestle a bunch of times together, and they've always Bro, had good. You see that? Do you see that fucking that table spot when he popped yeah. up, power bar roaming through that fucking table? God damn, that shit looks stiff as fuck, bro. I'd argue, besides Seth, KO's probably Roman's best dance partner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to ask you the question that everyone's thinking. Where's Sammy and all this Saturday? So it all depends on what's going on. Right. Obviously, no shit. What, what a fucking revelation I just had. It all depends <laughs> what happens on Friday because they didn't make any mention of it this week. But last week with that contract... Kevin Owens signed that contract and the way Sammy was looking at it was like, why is he looking at it like that? Is it, did he sign Sammy's name in there also with him? Cause you know, again, that's not how contracts work. Obviously in real life, you yeah. can't just fucking sign anybody's name to, to the shit and make it work, but it's WWE rules, bro. They, they, they do whatever they fucking want. It's like the, the, the tag team shit on, on, on Raw this week. Like yeah. Jimmy gets hurt. And then he's like, oh, you're going to have to forfeit the title. Really? Really, Adam Pierce? How many times have we seen a tag team where one guy gets hurt and then the other guy has to stay there by himself and wrestle alone? Like, how many times have we seen yeah, that? Yeah, never. Matter of fact, tonight on NXT, Caden uh, Carter and, and this girl are putting up their tag team titles against Elba Fire by herself. <laughs> so you're telling, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, these people make their own rules. So, again... Did he sign Sammy's name in there? Like, is it going to be a three-way? Is Sammy going to be a ref? That would be kind of interesting if Sammy's like the referee for the match. It all depends on what happens on Friday. So, you know, and again, Roman says he doesn't want to see this guy till Saturday. So supposedly Sammy's not going to be on SmackDown. But of course, this is a television program. So the fact that he said that shit like three times, you know Sammy's going to be there on Friday. He's their most so, overact on the show. <laughs> yeah. So 
Man, I, 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 the only thing I know about this show is that Kevin Owens is not going to win yeah. the championship. That's all I know. That's all I can, that's all I can like guarantee. Other than that, bro, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. And I'm excited for that. Cause yeah. that's like, that's what I want out of this shit. I want to not know. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to win. He's going to win. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'll watch anyway, but I already know what's going to happen. Like, no, I don't want that anymore. I want to be surprised. I want to see different things. And and that's what they've been giving me lately. So I'm pretty happy with them. But, man. Uh... Just picture Sammy at some point, potentially Saturday. Just Huluva kicking Roman. You the know pop the pop that. That would be insane. That would be insane. The pop will be insane. Um, man, I really. It's so. The thing is, it's so good right now because even with what happened on Monday with like Jay finally embracing Sammy as like a brother, even bro. Like, Jay's been the one that's always. Like, I've, I've talked about it on this show how they've had it where Jay is like, he does not trust this guy with anything. He's been sneak in the back always, like looking, like I don't trust this motherfucker. I don't trust this motherfucker. And for him to be the one to be like, nah, look, Sammy, I made a, I made my own video of Jay's fucking editing video in the fucking production truck now. Uh, for him to be the one to get Sammy's back, it's like, man, what's storytelling? So now, if Sammy's the one to blow this thing up, it's gonna be. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, and like both of those evidence tapes were so good, and then just like you felt for Sammy that he was gonna get the spike there. That's, and just... But that's one thing too. Like Paul's tape was like mad weak, bro. Like I was like, really, Paul? Like you, you came kind of weak, bro, with your arguments. Like he bumped Roman. Nah, Jay had Jay came through with like the fucking. He came with the the Law and Order gavel, like with the facts. He came with the hard shit. Like this dude came with some bullshit. Yeah, they just because you know they're obviously the bloodlines getting involved in the match. Obviously, yeah, it's just just, you. We all know the outcome, but no one knows how we're gonna get there, right? And I like that, like you said, like I'm because I could see the turn not happening at all. I could see Sammy involved, maybe beat up KO. KO beats up Sammy. Blah blah blah. Like any possibility, I believe, and. Now, this is something I think they're going to deliver on, for sure. I just think KO's like kind of like the perfect blend for it. KO's kind of always been an advocate. He kind of likes Paul Heyman. So you yeah. know all of the – everyone involved is working on this, you know. And it's kind of like they've never – like you said, they haven't let us down with these segments. Like, look, right. you said look, you said they announced it, what, a day or two before they're not doing no tribal court because – you know, Rikishi was sick and Afa and Sika could just, yeah. you know, it's a lot for them to That's travel. That's what they say is the reason why. God knows why they canceled all that shit, but whatever. And then Who I'm knows? just, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Cause you know, the match is going to be good. Oh yeah. So it's like, now match. it's going to be great. I'm excited for this match for storytelling. Absolutely. No. And, uh, Damn, I had a thought there and it escaped me real quick. And I can't remember what it was. So we're going to move on. <laughs> well, moving it on. It literally was there and it went, disappeared. It happens. Means, get old, man. 
By all means, just cut me off at any point the second you remember. Following that, we have our 30-woman Royal Rumble match with seven participants uh, already said their spot in the Rumble. You got Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, wow, Kansas Loray, Shayna Baszler, Selena Vega, and Emma. Mm. Some good talent, obvious talent, right? We we don't have the ones like Becky, Damage Control, like all right. three. And all the all the other ones like uh Zia Lee, Zia Lee. And, Aaliyah, and yeah. fucking uh our homegirl, uh the woman's right. The fuck is her name? Oh, Lacey Evans might make Lacey, her. Lacey, you know, yeah, she's they're, they're her. prepping her to come back. So there's a lot of names missing from there, but. And surprises. Um, So we, we thought of a little game that we're going to share with you guys. I figure we'll start with the game before we get into our picks and everything. We're going to guess who we think is going to be 1, 2, and 30. Lou, you want me to take this one first or you want to go? Uh, You can go first if you want. So I'm going to go... At number one, I'm going to go EO Sky. Okay. Now that I say that, I want to make number two, the return of Asuka. You know, I'm going to. Number two is going to be Asuka. That sounds Gucci to me. Yep. And then at number 30, I'm like really trying to think. I'm debating if I think it's actually going to be like a surprise return or something or if it's just going to be – fuck, I had one. It's not Naomi. Um, But who the hell was it? Oh, Carmella. Oh, okay. She's been gone for a while. If you guys remember, she had the the miscarriage issue. Right. Um, So she's been out probably. And she looks amazing. She looks amazing. I saw a picture of her the other day. She looks incredible right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Carmella in number thirty. Okay. All right. So I I think Carmella's gonna come back in the rumble. I just don't think she's gonna be number thirty. Um I honestly feel like and this is gonna be kind of weird, but I think Ronda Rousey's gonna be number one. Okay. And I think Shayna Baszler is going to be number two. Um, at least that's what I want to see. Because I want to see Shayna Baszler move on into the echelon of those those top tier women where she needs to be. That's where she needs to be, bro. Yeah. I don't understand why Shayna Baszler has not had a title run yet. I don't get it. I know Triple H loves her. He's given he gave her one of the longest runs with the NXT women's title. So I know that he has plans for her eventually, but like why it's taking this long, I don't know. But um I think that's gonna be number one and number two. Rousey and Shayna. Uh whether that's gonna happen or not, I don't know. And I think number thirty is going to be see like I so I kinda wanted to throw Naomi in there, but I don't think she's even gonna show up for the rumble. I don't, I don't think, think so. Naomi's gonna be there. I don't, I don't think, so. think she's gonna be there. Nope. I don't think she's gonna be there. Um, I don't think she's going to come back till after Mania. Yeah, I, I honestly, if she does, I don't think she's coming. So, for thirty, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Rhea at thirty, and I think Rhea is going to win the Rumble. I yeah. think it's her time. It's her time, Thanks. and I would love to see her go up against Charlotte and get that dub because 
Charlotte's the good guy now. Rian's the bad guy. Makes perfect sense to throw the two of them together. Yeah. I was torn between Becky and Rhea for a winner. Um, just because of the momentum and everything, but I want Rhea, so I'm going to go with Rhea. Um, don't we all she, want Rhea? Yeah. I think everyone wants Rhea and I think everyone we'll get, does want Rhea. But what I think we're going to get in Mania, I think we're going to get Rhea and Bianca. I mean, Rhea, okay. Rhea and Becky, sorry. <clears throat> Because I think Bianca somehow is going to lose the title before Mania. Not tonight. Maybe at like Chamber. And I think Bianca's going to go for the Four Horsemen defeat at uh, at Mania with Charlotte. Okay. I could see some shenanigans. but um, So some surprises I think we're going to get in this. Uh, I think we're going to get Chelsea Green's debut. Because it's like one of oh, the worst yeah. favorites that she's coming back. I think we see her. I think we'll get Kelly Kelly. We usually get her almost every year, so I think she'll right. come back. Me. Um, I don't yeah. think we get Trish or Lita, honestly. Lita had a big storyline last year with Rumble, if you remember that, because then she ended up yeah. fighting. So I don't think we'll get that again. Um, I'm going to go Mickey James. I think we get Mickey James again, too. Whoa. I don't know Whoa. what could happen. I, I think we get some Mickey James. That would be um, crazy. What are some you think we get? So I feel like we're gonna see. <clears throat> um, I think we're definitely gonna see, see Michelle McCool. Oh, that's um, a good. Melina. I really hope we get some justice mm-hmm. for Melina because last year, you know, she got thrown out by accident. So hopefully, she can get her a little redemption. Um, hmm. Chelsea Green, I feel like, is going to debut at the Rumble, which is a perfect place for her to debut anyway. Yeah. Um, who? Let me think for a quick second. I'm, I'm thinking more, too. To be honest, until last night's video, I probably would have said the Bellas. <laughs> True. I would have. Um, I was, before she was announced, I was thinking maybe Alondra Blaze, but I feel with her there Ooh. last. No, she's 68, bro. There's yeah. no way. Because she was at Evolution. Well, I guess <clears throat> Evolution was almost five years ago, too, to be fair. Yeah, she's in her 60s, bro. I, I don't I don't think – I wouldn't think so. Um, I, well, actually, you know what? Now that you say that, um, maybe Beth Phoenix? Because I think Edge is going to be at the uh, – I think he's going to be at the Rumble. Yeah. I think Edge is going to be at the Rumble. So um, I think Natalia gonna... returns. She's oh, yeah. Been, Where's she been at? I guess she got hurt uh, or something. I don't know. It's either she was her or she might have just taken a break, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And then I think Definitely Jack, not Nia Jax. Yeah, no, no, no. I think uh, – but I'm excited for this woman's rumble, honestly. And I think it's because – so no matter what year it is, you're never going into a rumble with I have no idea who's going to win. There's always yeah. – you know, and that's why I said mine's between Becky and Rhea – I wouldn't mind, in a way, if Becky won. Like, I don't think I'd pop like I would for Rhea. The only thing with Becky is, and this is what I think, like, I hope people think common sense is. I think it's too soon to have a two-time Rumble winner. Right, 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 right. That's the only thing I don't like about it. If they've been doing this for years, okay, but you're going to tell me since 2018, you've only had, not only, but Asuka, who was obvious at that time. Charlotte right. was obvious at that time. 
friggin' Becky, who was obvious the first time. They made Ronda so obvious. Bianca was like, all the women's rumbles have been obvious in a way. Yeah. I kind of, this is the why I think I'm excited for this one. It's a little different, but I'd like to see yeah, Rhea. Up in the air. Been booked, Rhea's been booked great since Triple H has been there. Oh, I yeah. Think. Um, so I think we know where our allegiance lies. And then, uh, following that. So do you oh, think, sorry, what do you think? How do you think, do you think they open the show with that? Because I'm looking at this card and I'm like, what else could they possibly, unless they decide to open it with Roman and Kevin Owens, just because they're like, they did last gonna, year. If we're not going to main event, let's fucking open the show. I mean, I don't know if they're going to do that, but they're gonna, I think they're going to open that thing. Like I, we've said before, I think even on air and off air, if this mat, if the world title match main events, it's because the rocks coming out. And that's the only way this, this, this reason the, the world title match would main event. Um, so, it could start with the women's though. I wouldn't be opposed to it because has the rumble since they've done two. I don't think they've ever opened with a rumble. Damn! Could you imagine? I know we're gonna talk about the men's match now. <laughs> I don't think the Rock's gonna be there, even though they're trying to throw these curveballs out there. But can you imagine if he fucking wins and he's standing in the ring celebrating, and then Roman comes out on the ramp and they have a fucking stare? <laughs> That fucking building is going to eat itself, bro. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with you. I think the women's opens. I think it does open. That's what I think because, because even, but even then, like, there has to be another match added to this card. I think they're going to add another match. Because, you know, they've been building the Charlotte Sonya. Because if I have to look at the card right now, and it's no disrespect to the women, none whatsoever. That women's match seems like the buffer in between, regardless whatever the main event is, whether it's right. the title match or the men's match. You're not, yeah. unless do they open with pitch black? Because if they, that's the thing. I don't know, bro. I, I feel like they're gonna add another match here somewhere because, um, if you open with the women, then you kind of gotta have the women's rumble after that because. Then you're gonna have the rumbles too close to each other. You you have to have the you have to have one of the rumbles either first or second. Yeah, because you for sure. Have, let's watch the women's rumble. Okay, now it's the men's rumble. That's not gonna happen. Um, and you don't so, think they do back to back women's matches right away, right? It, it, it doesn't. That sound a little sexist. In <laughs> the, a way, because I, I feel I feel the same way. But it's like, is that the sexist of us to think like that? Because you're gonna have the. Bianca and Alexa open, and then the women's rumble after that. It's like, I think it's either women's rumble or KO and Roman. That it's I honestly definitely feel like they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to open with the championship match. They're gonna have to. Which I don't think, like you said, except Rumble. I think it's the only one of the exceptions. But I think it's a hot way to open the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have your women's rumble after that. Then maybe Pitch Black. Then Bianca and Alexa, and then the men's rumble. I like that. That's why I feel like there's going to be another match added to this on Friday. Yeah, but then you got to remember there's that concert that dude's performing. Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. That dude. I know. I'm not. That shit. Like, these people are bugging. Why are they? No one knows who this guy is, bro. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, it don't make sense because, like, you have this guy performing who no one knows. Now, I get it. Bad Bunny performed in the Thunderdome because it led to, like, the WrestleMania match. Bad Bunny, bro. Yeah. Fucking the the most most famous person in the world. Yeah, so it's kind of like, 
maybe they book this as like a fucking buffer. Like that's gonna be a because like so think about it. Throw the concert in there. Where does that go? Because you're not doing that. That, that concert. Time. I don't think that concert. I really think like Elias is gonna come out and fuck that up. That's gonna be an angle, bro. How awesome would that be, though? Honestly, that has to be an angle, bro. Because there's no fucking way. Oh yeah, because didn't old boy hit him with the guitar? I I I no, he hit I solo. Remember, he but, hit solo. He went yeah. to save Elias. Fuck yeah. There's gonna be something with Elias involved in that. It's just, it's gonna be. It can't be a concert, bro. They can't do this. They can't have me sit here and watch some country. I'm not gonna do it, bro. I'm not gonna watch some country pop artist. I don't know who the fuck he is sing. I'm not gonna do that, bro. That's when I take the dog for a walk, put it on yeah. my phone so I can hear it, so I know when I need to get back. You're not gonna have the fucking champ sit here and watch no goddamn pop concert. I ain't doing it. But speaking of pops. A match, we might get a lot of pops in whatever way. Mm. 30 man Royal Rumble match with 15 advertised, uh, wrestlers. You got Karrion Cross, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, Omos, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Austin Theory, Seth Man. Freaking Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, and the long-awaited return of the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. God so half dang. the field's out there. And that's a pretty star-studded 15. Those are big fucking names, man. And you got to think, Brock showed up last night. I don't want to see, bro. No, bro. I don't want to see any more Brock. Unless he comes out to eliminate Bobby. Or vice versa. For whatever reason. You know, because he really don't like black people. So he might just come out I there know. and my eliminate. Man, uh, my man does not make a case for himself. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good, bro. I, I like you, Brock Lesnar, but it's not looking good, bro. You you you. <laughs> if he comes in and like, let's say, <laughs> let's say, uh, and this is mad racist of me to say this, but let's say the match is happening and Cedric Alexander's in there, Ricochet's in there, Bobby's in there, hey. uh, maybe Shelton. And a couple other people, and then Brock comes in and he just eliminates Cedric, Shelton, Ricochet. It's like, come on, bro, what you, what's happening here? And then him and uh, him and Bobby do like a double elimination thing. You know, that's gonna be the real. That's gonna be the real character study of this fucking guy. We're gonna have to really see. Yeah, come on, bro. What's going on, yeah. bro? Come on, Brock. Yeah, and he's from uh, South Dakota. Originally, and I've been there, and uh, I, yep, it's something over there. Um, <laughs> I'm white, here, I feel uncomfortable. But, uh, here, we're still not over the Kofi Kimson. No, I don't think we ever squash, will. Bro. The fact yeah, that that's... match fit in a gift. That's but, terrible, bro. So looking at this, my one and two, I'm stealing your idea for 30. Just so you know. Actually, you go first so you get the credit for your 30. I want you to go okay. first. Get your- okay. So I think the first two, I think the number one is going to be Edge. I think number one is going to be Edge. I think because, and I think that because I, I don't have any reason to um, to think why Edge is coming out uh, tomorrow night. I just think it's time. You know, he's been out for a while. I think this is the perfect opportunity for him to come back. Um, and I think he's going to come back as number one. Gigantic pop. And I think Damian Priest is going to be number two. Okay. And they'll, they'll have a nice little match, couple minutes match there. And then, you know, people will start to file in and shit after that. Uh, Dominic might even be number three. Look, I'm even giving you the number three. Uh, yeah. 
And as far as number 30 goes, 30 tricky because, you know, a lot of people think The Rock is going to be number 30. Um, I, man, here's the thing with The Rock, bro. The Rock does not need to be in the Royal Rumble, bro. The Rock doesn't have to win the Royal Rumble to challenge anybody, bro. He's The Rock. Like, if Goldberg could just magically appear out of his grave every fucking year or two and walk in and get title shots, then The Rock can do the same thing, bro. The Rock could show up on a Raw at the end of the show and just come out and be like, I'm The Rock. I want a title shot. I'm the tri- I am the tribal chief. I don't know who you think you are. Boom. It writes itself. So I, I don't think he needs to come in and win the the rumble to like earn anything. Like it's, he doesn't need to do it. So I don't even think he's going to be there. Uh, so that leaves me with the fact that Cody's already announced. Cody's not going to be number 30. Um, I feel like Cody's going to come in in like the late teens, 20, 20, 21. So I think number 30 is honestly going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I'm and I'm going to tell you something right now. If these people count down the five, four, three, two, one, and then they give it like a two or three second pause and their fucking glass breaks, forget it, bro. Forget it, bro. That pop, it's going to be incomprehensible, the fucking pop that he's going to get if he comes in at 30. And it's like, intense. Incomprehensible. The only thing is, though, with that, do you have him win? And no. then, then what? You have Stone Cold and Roman. Like, mm, you don't want that. Stone Cold don't want that. I don't it's think Stone so. Cold. So I'm with you. Stone Cold's thirty. You you sold me on it instantly before the show. Whoever eliminates Stone Cold's going to be the Mania match, I think, or potentially it. It just seems like the obvious. Um, my number one and two. Number one, I'm going to go Drew McIntyre. My number two, yeah. Nick Aldis. Ooh. Oh, man. I wow. think even if it's a one-off, I think we get him. I think he's coming. I, I think, think he's coming, bro. That's why and I, I said it's about damn time, too. I think him, um, Stone Cold. Before I get into who else we think could be surprises, I'm going to give my rock piece quick. Just like you, I don't think we see The Rock. I think they've done multiple things to kind of sell themselves away from The Rock between canceling the family court because everyone was expecting him there. Right. Him with the reports with Meltzer and all that. Now, granted, this could be another CM Punk, Cody Rhodes thing. I'm 100% with you on The Rock does not need a rumble to win for the exact example you said of Goldberg. But that is the Rock and Roman is obviously the biggest match you could probably produce right now, right? Hollywood just it all writes itself the way the storyline's going. So I'm throwing the Markness in me out there. The Rock's my all time favorite. So if he wins, like you're gonna get the pop. I think everyone's gonna pop if the Rock comes out. No one's gonna be like, oh, the fuck, the Rock's here. Yeah, you know, just like no one. What I see happening too is if the Rock wins, everyone's excited, and then like ten minutes later, it's like, well, Cody probably could have won. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, fuck, the Rock's here, the Rock won, it's actually happening kind of moment. But I still, I think Cody's my winner. Uh, you didn't say yours. Who's your winner? Cody? Hung? 
Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes needs to be the winner of the Royal Rumble, bro. There's no one else, bro. Yeah, and you if can... it's not Cody, then who is it, bro? It oh yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like it uh-huh. has to be Cody, bro. It has to yeah. be. Yeah, it's gonna be Cody. But some other surprises I think we get I think we get Rob Van Dam. Oh shit. Rob Van Dam's one I'm thinking. Um, I guess Nick Aldis, like I said, I think he's going to be in there. Um, Edge, I'll go with you on Edge. Um, I don't think, do you think we get a new Japan person? There was the rumors they were trying to do something there. See, that's the thing too with this. I don't think they're going to do two. Like, I think the surprises you cap out at like two, two or maybe three surprises. I think you kind of cap out on that because... Like, I don't think they're going to do that many. Now, I know last year they had, like, none. <laughs> they had Bad Bunny, which I wouldn't be surprised to see Bad Bunny again this year. Um, Maybe low-key Logan Paul. Maybe. Oh, I got one when you're done. But, you know, I don't know if you see him. I think he's still hurt or whatever. Um, I like Nick Aldis a lot. Um, I honestly can't really... I'm trying to think of someone who was released that might pop up, but I'm not really thinking of anyone because I kind of feel like Triple H already went out and got like his his main ones that he wanted to get back. I got so, one more. The me okay. thing. Pat McAfee. Oh shit! Yeah, he's all college, done with uh, what you call it, right? Done. Yeah, college yes. football's done. Um, he commentated the Rumble last year. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. He doesn't need a lot of time to train. No, especially he's not. He's not going to be in there for like twenty minutes or anything. Yeah, he seems to keep himself pretty, pretty in shape. Yeah. Um. So I could see him. What about Matt Cardona? There's reports of that. Whether it's him, Zach Ryder, whatever it is. You think we got a better chance of him or Nick Aldis then? Yeah, I feel like Chelsea's going to be there. Um. I don't know about Matt because Matt is still like he's on impact like every fucking week, bro. I don't know if he's signed to them or if he's doing like a per appearance thing. I don't know what's going on, but he he's like on there like every week. So um and then uh, uh, the thing is too with that like you're going to bring him back as Zack Ryder, bro? Like I think you can. You can't do that, bro. You can't have him come back as Zack Ryder, bro. He has to come in as Matt. I was like, I'm not Zack Ryder. I'm Matt fucking Cardona. That's who I am now. Like, that's who I've always been, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, if you have him come out as that, fine. But I don't think he comes back as Zack Ryder. And I, honestly, I don't think he's – I don't think we're going to see him. I don't think so. Okay. Now, what do you think – I'm going to ask you this one. I want to add this one on for the men's. Final four, and who does Cody eliminate? Because we both think from Cody here. Do we go uh, the option? Cody eliminates Seth to win it. One hundred percent, it's Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Um, trying to think of I'm someone. Gonna with, I'm gonna stick with Stone Cold. And who could be the fourth in there with them? Usually, the fourth is like a up and comer. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That. There's always that up and comer in there. Be... I don't think it could be Santos Escobar yet. 
maybe this is where he gets it. I can see Rick. Nah, not Rick. They've done good with Ricochet, but I don't think it'll be him. Let me see. Let me go back to the the list quick. I'm trying to think of who could be a good person in that spot. Oh, maybe Shinsuke comes back too. Yeah. I was going to say maybe Austin Theory. Nah. I don't even think he's going to be in the Rumble. He is. He's one of the advertised ones. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. Well, shit, he's in. Um, Maybe. Could be Austin Theory. Austin Theory, Steve Austin, Seth Rollins. Cody. Fucking Cody. Cody ends up throwing Seth out at the end. Oof. Can Seth Rollins... How many L's can Seth Rollins take before he's no longer over? That is the question. I think he's got at least... He's got a good amount more, I'd say. You hear how they were fucking singing his song on Monday, bro? That dude is always going to be over. Yeah, dude. He, you know what it is? He's one of them. His just his in-ring work is what I think gets him over, too. Like, the character's cool. I I like the character, personally. Yeah. But theme and the way he goes in the ring... Yeah, he's, he's, no. he gives it all, bro. Seth Rollins is a shit. He's, he's really yeah, he's, the fucking greatest. And then, yeah, it's just. <sighs> the thing is, I was going to put Edge in that final four, but I think he's coming in at one. So that, that he ain't doing, he's not doing the full hour, bro. It's not going to happen. He already did that too. Remember when he yeah. won two years yeah, ago, he went the distance. And I, and I don't like that where they have someone in there that long and then they don't win. Like, I don't like that shit. You know so, what's to on Cody potentially winning even though they did the vignettes because people think oh they're doing that because I could also see both sides where they're doing it because The Rock is coming so they don't want to yeah. ruin prizes in a way like you know put put themselves in that Daniel Bryan corner um but fuck, where was I going with it um when Edge won in 2021 he came back to Raw and did a couple like backstage in the dark promos before he ended up winning the Rumble a couple of years ago. And he came yeah. back from that tricep injury as well. Right. So I kind of see maybe that's why they're doing the Cody yeah. thing. And I'll admit, this is where the the ignorant wrestling fan in me will be. If The Rock's really not in it and Cody wins, part of me is like, yo, you couldn't have just made that a surprise. Like, right. I'll be, yeah. I'll be empty one, but there will be the pettiness to me like, that couldn't have been a for real. But you gotta so I have a question. Every time they do it, they always do it. Like now that I'm thinking, Batista came back like two, three weeks before the Rumble when he just won in 2014. Triple H's yeah. famous return in Madison Square Garden in 02. So I don't get why they do that because they could have had some dope Rumble winner surprises like that Triple H in 02 when he came back after the quad hella over. If right. they never announced that, that would have been huge then. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. It's kind of dumb. But what were you gonna say? Yeah, it's silly. So I have a question for you. Um, who, so we, we, we've kind of fantasy booked who the, who we'd like to see. Now, what I want to ask is who do you think 100% you know is not going to be there? But who would you like to see come out as a surprise entrant in the room? A hundred, I mean, somebody who is, 110,000% you know it's not going to be there. Like, you know it's not going to happen. It could be so, any any era, any whatever. So, current, I'd love, like, Omega. But obviously, that ain't Oh, well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I no, wasn't no, even thinking, thinking that crazy. Thinking nostalgia, like you're saying, not signed to any company either. 
Maybe because he said it's what he is retired. I think it'd be kind of dope if we saw Batista. That'd be cool, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that crazy, like that far outlandish. I was thinking Big E. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, so even if you go like lower level, like not that Big E's lower because Big E went out literally as. I'd love to see Big E, bro. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I'd like to see Big E. Um. Who else? I'm trying to think. Maybe even on like the women's side. Um, yeah, dude, I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Big E's even in the match. I I would, mm, but the neck is the neck. Yeah, dude. just the thing is that neck, man. Every time I see a video that he posts and he's wearing that neck brace, I'm like, God damn, still, bro, you still wearing that shit? Like that's not. Damn, Big E's stuck, a man. Big E's a fucking awesome answer, dude. Oh, because he's still hurt, but I love him. I'd love to see R-Truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, uh, what's the name? Um, Rick Boogs. Yeah, he got hurt. What NXT call-ups do you think we get from either side? I think we get my boy Mellow Don't Miss. Yeah, it's about, it's time, bro. It's time, bro. Get Carmelo Hayes the fuck out of NXT. Uh, Braun Breaker's another one, bro. I don't know what they're waiting for with him. I, I think guess because they don't guy. want him to get lost in the shuffle because they already have, un- not unfortunately, but unfortunately for up-and-comers, the, the main event right now is already stacked. We have, there's no room for any more main eventers. Now, you're you're good. So, you know, I can see why they're sitting on Braun Breaker, but man, that dude, if anybody's ready, it's him, bro. And have him come out with the chainmail Scott Steiner. I don't give a fuck. Let him be Scott Steiner 2.0, bro. I don't care. Let him do it. That shit would be so dope. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Rob's boy, Grayson Waller. Oh, yeah. That's another one, bro. I think I, my two, I think, are either him and Mello. Him and Mello are my two. I think NXT. And then on the women's side, I don't want to go the obvious and say Roxanne, but it could be her. She is from Texas, too. Yeah. Which I'd be cool with. I like Roxanne a lot. A lot. Um I think we see Nikita Lyons in the rumble. Yeah, and you it's could gonna see be all. it's gonna be horrendous. Because oh. she as much as I've said that she's gonna be the next big thing on Raw, bro, that girl sucks in the ring. And so she got she's gonna get no reaction. Yeah, she's gonna come out and they're gonna be like, oh, who is that? Yeah. Like and she's gonna uh it's such a shame, man, because she's she has like she's like she has the look and she has the talk if they let her be a heel because they have her trying to be like some baby face, which is weird. Um, they let her be a heel. She can talk her ass off and she her look is phenomenal. But that in ring <laughs> she doesn't seem to be getting better. No. Which is a problem. Which is a big problem. Because she's been there for a while. So uh, as much as I'd personally like to see her, uh, I don't think it will go well. Yeah. But I just hope the show goes well. Um, but I yeah, think uh, I think this does it for us, unless you got any last things. Um, you know, we'll it, be- man. Just hoping for a good rumble. You know, good, entertaining, fun rumble. Uh, there are reactions next week between that oh, and that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we will be talking about Dynamite next Tuesday. 100%. We'll definitely be giving our piece. Um, before, I'm going to let Luke close it today. But before we get there, you know, follow the name. Follow my name. 
please, Instagram, Twitter. But as always, most importantly, follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash, Instagram and YouTube at Wrestling Is Trash. And thank you for the subscriptions and everything going up. But do us a favor, guys. Hit that like button. And that's all I got. Just hit the like Smash button. Smash it even. Smash it, double like it, quadruple like it. But what you what you got for everyone, Lou? Before we wrap it up, what you got? As the kids, as the kids say, smash that like button and hit that notification bell so you are alerted every time we drop new content. We're trying to throw some, we're trying to throw the shorts out there. We got unboxing videos on here. We got our impromptu episodes like we recorded last week on Friday for you guys. We're throwing the content out and we're seeing the views and we appreciate it. We love you guys. Thank you so much for clicking on the show and watching it. But yo, throw some teas in the chat, bro. Leave some teas in the comment box for your trash boys. Yo, just drop a tea in the comment box. That's all I'm asking for. Press like that helps us out. That gets us out there more. It builds the, builds the brand. It builds the audience so that we can continue pumping out this content for you because we love doing it. We're doing it for the love of the game. So. Uh, we just want to interact with you guys. We all love wrestling. We're all wrestling fans. And, you know, I'd love to get feedback from you guys on what we're doing. What more do you'd like to see? Your Royal Rumble picks. Give us your picks. Let us know who's your one, two, and 30. Any of that stuff. Drop, drop all that shit in the comments, bro. Let's, cause we'll be reading it. That's for damn sure. We'll read your shit on air. We'll oh. shout you out. We'll do whatever you need to do. We'll bring you on the show. We will bring you on the show. We're trying to bribe you. Is it working? <laughs> if you, you've been listening no, past almost two hours, just hit the button. Yeah, for real. If you're still here, bro, <laughs> it's, 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 we're, we're coming up on two hours. You're still here, bro. Then you're a fan. Like you, yeah. you, you like it. Drop a comment, drop a T in the chat, hook it up, give some love to your boys. Cause we are here again every Tuesday. <clears throat> Trash boy number one over there. Wrong way. Trash boy number two right here. Lou from the BX host of everything podcast. You already know. Everything podcast on Instagram page from there. You hit the bio, hit the link. Everything's there for you all set up, ready to go. And uh, from us to you, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for all the love that you've been giving. And uh, we out of here, bro. Happy wrestling.